Welcome back, Crush A Lot Podcast. I'm your boy, Cheese. As always, the bodyguard from Miami, Kalina is here. Kalina, how are you? I'm doing good. Man, if people knew what we go through to get one episode out, what? Has tonight been an interesting night, but we're excited. Interesting for you because your phone has melted. My phone melted. Yeah. My internet is testing itself in ways that I never had an issue with. And so today is all on me. I'll take that L. But we're excited because, you know, a, a part, I guess, of what we do is that we're always like, we listen as fans of hip hop, but we're also looking we're out there looking as well but one one particular MC who's been catching our attention for a while now um, all the way from uh, from Canada where the little uh, I would imagine a little milder in weather than it is right now for us uh, the our Majesty my personal Lord and Savior Lord Juco is here Lord Juco how are you I'm, I'm good how are you man? Good. I'm sweating it up here uh, in Brooklyn, but we're excited to have you. It's been a, a good year for for the for up in the North area, um, basketball wise, of course. Mm-hmm. We're excited to have you. You've been making some rumblings in the underground scene for a, a few years. A quick turnaround because it's been like two, three years since you really started, and now we're at a point where it's like it's a good excitement to hear. People excited for the things that you're putting putting out there. Um, so, Kalina, Lord Juco, where are you with that? With the music, in terms of where I'm at right now. Um, last we spoke, I know we we kind of went into it. <laughs> We're here again. Um, last we spoke, I brought up White Walls. That still hasn't dropped, but I'm gonna drop it right after this interview. So. Want to put that out there as soon as we're done this that's going to come out and uh i'm trying something a little different i got my little website you can go to my, my website buy it directly from me i just want 10 canadian dollars it's not it's not deep it's for a digital copy okay you get a digital copy and whoever buys it just drop i'm gonna tell everybody drop your shipping info and i'm gonna get you a discount on the cd all that money is gonna go to a cd so basically paying for a pre-order and we'll see how that goes. I'm gonna do that for a little bit before I put everything on streaming and all platforms and all that that's good great. stuff. I think, you're, I think that's gonna be successful. I think you're gonna do great in that respect, anyways. I mean, it's about time that you know you kind of make profit from the things that you've been doing. So that's that's great. Well, with that being said, I'm happy that you're able to come back on the show because I had so many questions to ask you that we kind of didn't have a lot of time to get to. First of all, yeah. I want people to know who never really listened to you or who don't know anything about you. Where are you from? Where were you raised? And how did you get to a point where, oh, okay, well, you're into music. You're doing music. Well, uh, I'm originally from Malton, which is like when you get to Toronto, you land in Malton, basically. It's like the area around the airport. Um, I grew up born and raised there and then moved around a lot. I've been to like eight schools I believe so I've just been all over the place and um, hip hop has always been a part of my life obviously as cliche as it sounds you know everyone grew up with hip hop my parents played everything for me not just hip hop but I grew up in a like musically inclined home but no one played instruments you know what I mean like 
we thought we knew what we were talking about about music basically so um yeah my mom and my dad put me on to everything i know basically i just took it from there i've been writing since grade eight grade nine i don't know how old you are how old are you then 13 14 something like that been writing since then and the first project came came out in 2016 so it took me a while to actually put something together and actually come out with it because studio's expensive and all that good stuff so what um currently or for at least like yeah let's say currently what currently inspires you to work a little bit harder or be better musically um that's tough people like rock people like rock marcy who are consistent really good at what they do um putting out quality projects and not not like too close together but reasonably reasonably spaced out and like top quality still after so many years shit like that is inspirational even west west side guns doing a beautiful job of what he does and in, in like i don't want to say a short time because he's been doing it a while but good projects back to back nice space in between them just good music so every, everywhere you look, basically, someone's doing it. So it's that much easier for me to do it, I feel. And do you currently enjoy, do you enjoy more so doing things at your own pace instead of like asking for features? I know that you kind of touched on it a little bit, but do you enjoy working with others or more so just yourself, just your music? Well, I'm I'm open to working with people, and I and I enjoy doing it. It's just, it is more of a task to do so, and like getting people in the studio nowadays is like a thing, you know. It's like an event. So <laughs> there's that. So yeah, when when you record by yourself, it's obviously a faster process, more organic. You can do it at your own pace. It's just easier to do. You kind of you got to break stride to collaborate, basically, unless you meet someone who's on the same wavelength. Like I got the the Death of the Derby series with Cousin Feo. We've been doing a song every every month, so that shit comes natural. We're, we're in, he's in Cali, I'm in Canada, so we 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 work like we're in the studio together. Beautiful thing. And how do you you know around this time? Like how do you get in contact with people who are just not from Canada? Obviously, who are from California, who are from New York. How do you even manage that? Do you go through social media? Do you reach out to them? Do they reach out to you? How do you do that when you finally do want to work with somebody? It's a little bit of all of that, really. It's it's like the social media definitely helps with getting in contact with everyone because it, it, like you don't even know where people are from. Half time, like, oh yeah, I'm in Japan. You know what I mean? Like you never really do know. So it, it's a little bit of reaching out, people showing love too. Like you know what I mean? Just people being normal people at the end of the day. Just not scared to say it was up or like, yo, you know what I mean? Like just, just to talk because I feel like that's missing in a, in a lot of the hip hop shit is people don't, don't fuck with each other at all unless like they meet you, which is rightfully so. Like you want to meet someone before you, you know what I mean? But like, I'm not going to Switzerland. So if someone's showing me love from Switzerland, we'll chop it up. Now, is there something that, um, is there somebody or a certain sound or maybe that you don't really, you can't, you've never really been able to get into so much, like when it comes to music, like something, or are you open to trying different things? Like if somebody were to shoot you like, oh, a trap beat or something else, is there something you wouldn't just absolutely not do? Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ready for all that. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, that's not my lane. 
I don't really want to do a lot of it. Like what I'm doing is what I feel comfortable doing and that's why I'm doing it. Like I'm not going to go make a country song cuz it's not my lane. I'm, I'm not going to be good at it. You know, I'm not going to I'm just not going to try it. If it makes sense though and like I could I can manage, then yes, but 9 times out of 10 I'm just staying my comfort zone. Thanks. Do you have any questions? Oh, I have tons of questions. I'm perking. Um Your Majesty. Yes, sir. It's interesting. There's some questions that stay in my mind that Kalina put out there in a few interviews that that just stood with me, and it always stood in my stays in my mind. And one that always comes in my mind when I'm talking to MCs is there's this process of I listen like for me, I listen to so much hip hop that sometimes I need to step away from it. I need to get away from it and listen to something else. Just to get inspired, or just to kind of just clean the palate out. What do you do to like when you're in hip hop overload and you need to step away to kind of refresh uh, yourself and get back into it? To be honest, uh, I don't, like outside of myself and like a handful of rappers, I don't really listen to hip hop. Uh, I'm, I'm, I we, I just spent an hour. We're listening to I don't know everyone from the Stones to. To, I don't know who Bob Marley like it was all over the place. We, I listen to music. I have the radio on all day. I listen to everything. I'm not. I'm not listen. I don't want to hear Vinny Paz rap all day. You know what I mean? Like I love Vinny Paz. Okay, like I love Jedi Mind Tricks. I have Jedi Mind Tricks tatted. After four songs, I need to move on. Like I can't. I just can't do that. Anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, I got to hear some uplifting shit every now and again. And again. So that's a fact. Yeah. That's- can't always just listen to well I don't know about everybody else but yeah I can't listen to one thing all the time the only little time I have is probably in my car to really like listen to music but those trips are so short that it's alright it's doable if it's just rap for those what 10 minutes 15 minutes but like hours at a time I can't do it it's not gonna happen exactly too much it's an overload it's like okay one album well back then it was different because like you had so many good rappers making so many good albums that like yeah okay you can you can listen to hip hop for a couple hours, but like now it's like, okay, I gotta relax. We'll listen to one, a couple songs, and that's it. Yeah, because the music that's made now is literally built so that you can listen to that one song only and then move on. Because anything else after that is nothing. Like it's nothingness. It's like filler music. So that's how a lot of artists too. Like even if you're, if you can, if even if you consider yourself to be mainstream or underground, like. Whatever the case is, good music is good music. So if you're just making like one song that's okay, the rest is bad. Like you gotta move on. That's how a lot of music is now. It's super disposable. Whose fault is that? It's the artist's fault. I mean, it's, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I can't say I have that problem, but I, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. It is very disposable, but that's what people want. People want it to come and go. No one really wants to hold on to anything anymore. Yeah, yeah I, they don't really care about people having a craft. Like, they don't. Like, <laughs> what do they do? Me growing up in New York, it was like a part of, you know, I discovered hip hop in my very, very, very early teens, 12, 11, 12. So that became a part of my identity because I didn't. I didn't latch on to anything. I was a guy in Brooklyn, Latino in Brooklyn, doing Latino Brooklyn stuff. Things. I dropped out at 15. <laughs> I had 
haven't been back since. So I had a lot of music to listen to. So hip hop was my thing. You know, Scenario Remix was great at that time. Wu Tang was great at that time. Minai Murata was great at that time. But now as an older cat, hip hop is not my identity. I listen to other shit. Yeah, but your palate changes too, like all the time. You get older, things change, and it's like you can't. Like a, a lot of things growing up that you listen to were probably so good, so good, like like as a complete work. That now, when you get to music, it's like <laughs> you can't even find the credits to their work unless you go online. They don't have physicals. They don't have cover art. They don't have videos. So it's like, well, what do I get? What do I get? Is it? True. But no, to bring it back to New York, cheese. Uh, how old? No, hold on, hold on. Let me get myself together. What year were you 13 years old in New York? I was uh, 93. Jesus Christ. So, like, that, that you're hip hop. That's just, that's just a party. I'm almost as old as hip hop by short by a few months. Wow. And I grew up in New York, so I ex- just experienced it a little differently. Um, so I, I make it very clear on the show, like I'm East Coast biased. I have no intentions of being diplomatic about it. It's, I'm East Coast biased. That's just the way it is. Understood. Even uh, even in Canada, we gravitated to to the East Coast sound, like the the New York sound. The whole like, that's just the sound. That's the hip hop sound for me. No disrespect to the West. No, but if if I do fuck with West or any other regional, if I do fuck with them, then I really really like it. I don't just enjoy, I like I really really like it. If you grab my like Bone Thugs was the, one of the first group that grabbed that sparked my imagination outside of the East. Like, whoa, what is this? This is interesting, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't typically fuck with that kind of sound. But they, they were too good for me to ignore. Go check me on the Bone Thugs uh, tour in Brooklyn if you're going to be in Brooklyn in one August something. I don't know what day. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, so come find me there. Saying that, Duco, uh, when you, where are you right now in your writing process? Because hip hop, you can actually kind of like if you're new to hip hop and someone would give you a hip hop song, you could kind of age where where it is. Like you could kind of mm-hmm. you know where '80s hip hop. When you hear an 80s hip-hop song, you know the production style at that time. The, a lot of people now looking back are saying the lyrics are more were more simple, maybe a little more to how some of the mainstream music is now. Like, Where is your writing in terms of thinking about where hip-hop is? Oh, my, my writing right now is, is, well, actually always has been. It's very scattered. Like uh, In terms of where hip-hop is, I think it suits exactly what's going on with the disposable projects and like the quick fast little three song EPs and two song EPs four song EPs so I'm writing a, this project and that project and doing this single and going to the studio and, you know what I mean like you can't just be working on one thing at a time I think that's impossible I, I, I don't know if some people are doing it they, they need to give me the formula because I, I don't know how you just like sit down and work on one thing start to finish i can't do that I, as much as i try i can't do it well, how just, much time do you give yourself you just keep going back to things like you work on something then you'll go back like you do you ever have like a set schedule for yourself when you want to finish a project yes and no um i try to set deadlines but like realistically life is more important at the end of the day and i hate to say it but 
You know what I mean? Like the art comes second. So life gets in the way, and um, I don't really set deadlines because I feel like I'm forcing myself to be creative too at the same time. So I, I don't like to do that, but like I like to be reasonable. Like I'll, I'll know a season that something's gonna come out, or like top of the year. But like I'll know a month range, and and I try to stick to that. I try to like give a little gap. Like this is the most gap I've ever had in releasing projects since I started releasing music, which is right now. So. Yeah, yeah, hip, yeah. Hip hop, like what I like about hip hop now, and I don't know if it's good for the artists, but for me as a as a long time listener, I love that hip hop artists, at least the ones I listen to, just kind of try to eliminate as many middlemen as possible. Yep, it really is from artist to consumer. Like I know YL and Stalker were releasing things um, directly to the artist. Like if you want this. EP that we've been working on Just whatever directly to you Vic Spencer did something like that recently Too and I like That because I understand like the How the record label Function at the same time It's a little limiting Because we need To have nine to fives in order to Sustain The craft where in your life Is your life so busy Where it doesn't allow you to be As creative as you want to be Because you have that You have to live life You have to support yourself Does that get in the way Of just being creative Because I find myself To be creative at 10.30 at night But if I got to do this podcast At 8 in the morning I wouldn't be doing it I just don't function in the morning No, I'm, I'm the same way I'm the same way uh, I, <laughs> I, I can't There's not enough time in the day To do this but it's getting done, you know what I mean. So it's all that matters, realistically, because it's, it's it's coming. The music's coming. It's coming out. It's a blessing for me and and whoever's listening. So yeah, Kalina, you have any? You want to wrap up? Um, yeah, I think I covered a lot of what I really wanted to know, like more so where you're from and things you're working on now. Because I know when we talked to you the last time, you didn't really have a date when you were going to release, you know, something new. So it's yeah. kind of great to hear that you are going to have something coming up like right away. Yeah, right. yeah. As soon as as soon as we stop talking, I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out. I'm gonna put this episode out like. Tuesday for you to get the push. Let's let's flip the script though here, Kalina. Uh, we're we're the guests, and then now we're in Lord uh, Juco's court. Okay. Why you interview us. Okay. How long you guys been doing this? Together. Yes. Years. Uh, the podcast has been around for uh, well, approaching four years, maybe. And different with different hosts. Um, Got but, you. Uh, yeah. How many different hosts? We started with three. The show's an accident. Let's make that clear. The show was an accident. Started as an accident. It was just me at work, fucking around at work. And what we did was we always talked about hip hop. That's what happens to be what we always did. But they were always colorful, especially with my mouth. Because I've been pretty clean in the podcast recently, but I'm usually very animated. But at work, I'm even worse. Um, and we just put an iPhone in front of us and recorded it, and that's how it started by accident. I just posted it just for fun, and next thing you know, they, we had people following. It wasn't supposed to happen. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to keep rolling with it. That's a beautiful thing. Here you are. Well, here we are. And, and then me and Kalina linked up. I just invited Kalina on the show because I'm just doing my due diligence. Like, yeah, and it was not even like hip hop related. It was uh, um, a show for, I think it was Sade. 
Yeah, we did Sade and Bobby Digital first. I just wanted to talk to people about hip hop. That's really what it was. That's all. And once I saw people on uh, social media talk about hip hop, follow, 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 waited a little bit. I'm like, you know your stuff. You know your stuff. You know your stuff. You want to come to the show and talk. That's literally what happened. And, but she's the one who wanted to be on the show as the co-host. For the record, she it wasn't. I did. She was like, "Yo, can I be on the show permanently?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I I I'm like, "Cool." But I join. I mean, I joined on anyway. I thought it would be funny. I thought it would be like a just random because I'm random anyway. So I just I got on. Yeah. It turned out to be pretty successful anyways. It turned out to be pretty good. Yeah. So, so you're saying you're the reason it, it's, it's successful? <laughs> no. I would say He I had it already for the years before. I'm playing. I'm playing. So <laughs> who's in your top 50 list? Let's go. All 50. <laughs> this is the worst thing. I don't ever want to hear this ever again. Top 50. People, people, listen, I don't ever want to hear this again because people didn't even have DMX on their list. People didn't even have Styles P on their list, but they had Ludacris and T.I. on their list. Listen to me. The moment I see that, I got to get out of here. This is not for me. Like, I got to go. The, <laughs> the birth of this show was based on this. So, really? But I would, I would... I was more hurt that no one put deck in their top 50. I was more like, no one got deck. No one's thinking about deck. Okay. See, I, I can't, I can't be mad at that. Cause if I gave you my top 50 today, it's going to be different than tomorrow. First of all, I'll tell you that much. And, and I'm going to put names in there. You're going to be like, what? Like, I'm going to tell you people, you're going to be like, huh? I get the not- top 50, like my favorite, like my personal favorite, but yeah, who, I can do the top um, 50's favorite, but like everybody's gonna want you to have something particular on that list. Listen, you yeah, listening to Rakim in those days, not saying he obviously, right? Or you were listening to this person, but I wasn't, I wasn't listening to this person because we're totally different ages. It's a lot of gaps here, so your favorite can never be my favorite. The biggest problem I have with this, Juco. The biggest problem with the top is like you're basing like Biggie being your top list off of two albums. Yeah, Nas on the first two, three albums are really, really good, but he had more shit albums and he had good albums. And you're not measuring that because if you would measure that, he'll, he's barely on the top fifty. He had more bad than good. If you're gonna measure it that way, now those oh, three. Now you're bugging. Hold on, I'm not gonna put Nas on the, my list though. Like, that's not gonna happen. No matter. Uh, yes, he, a lot of his albums weren't great. I can't the even say that. Were I can't really, even really say good. that. So, in terms of measuring, that's something to consider. Um, consider. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. It boils down to like it's an opinion based sport, right? Like I'll tell you, not isn't the nicest in Queens, and people look at me like I'm crazy, okay? Because like realistically, that's just my opinion. I don't, I don't know. Everyone puts Nas up there. Hov's better than Nas. Let's just get that clear, okay? And like I know G Rap is the father of like underground hip hop, but I don't listen to G Rap. You understand what I'm saying? Like. Hey, thank you. I get it. I respect what he did and the foundation he laid, but like I'm listening to Styles P, not G Rap. That's just that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah. I like this guy. Different, different eras, yeah, different eras. Like I'm not 
And like some people put, I don't know, a bunch of other shit that I'm just like, oh, I don't know what this is, and I'm not listening to this. Anymore. Yeah, top favorite one thing. Top yeah, favorite. no. You put Ludacris on your top fifty. <laughs> I can't do it, man. Can't do it. It's not for me. I guess as long as you don't put Nelly on your list, we're good. You know what? I'm pretty sure somebody put Nelly on the list. Sure. Nelly's a strong thirty. <laughs> Yeah, hits. If you talk about hit makers, a different list. podcast. If you're new to the show, thank you for subscribing or checking it out, whatever it is. Most importantly, hit the link below. Go check out Lord Juco's catalog. That's the most important thing to us. Stream, buy, support, share, retweet. Uh, get to know his music is good, good, good stuff. And we eagerly anticipate the new release, uh, which is out right now. Link, hit it. 10 Canadian. Whatever that translation. Go send Pocket it. Change. Pocket change. Uh, two cups of coffee from Starbucks get you a, a, a good album that you could rock for a while. Crush it out, podcast. Lord Jugo, Your Majesty, thank you for gracing us with your presence. I, I will send you sacrifices to you soon. Uh, Kalina, as always, keep you safe. Um, and I will slay my firstborn in the name of of the honorable, honorable Lord Jugo. Um, let me go do that now. Peace. Easy.